pleasure to see you here tonight. Um, I'm not going to say much more than that, other than everything that you need will be either projected on the screen or in the orders of service. If you do need a large print version of the order of service, just put your hand up if you haven't got one already, and we've got a few that we can, um, uh, we can spread around. Okay. Right. Without, um, without further ado, then, um, we'll start with some song worship. Uh, so please stand if you're able, and you'll see the words behind. Stop the Lord Almighty. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop? 
song that Bill chose. Yeah. So, um, so before this thing starts, let me just say this. We, uh, we as a church have been in uh, a period of vacancy for a number of uh, years and uh, certainly strength has risen as we've waited upon the Lord. You know, we've been praying for a minister for this period of time and in that time we've, we've come together as a church. We've, we've grown we have become stronger through God, and now we celebrate today with Bill. So let's sing this together as a theme for this occasion. Lift us up on wings. 
Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one he could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Holy and holy, there is no Beside you, open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Jesus, Jesus, the name above every other Yes. 
Jesus, we thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for the opportunity to sing these songs about you. And I pray that as we continue to worship you tonight, as we continue to share in this service, we pray we'd see you more clearly and that we would leave this place changed. Amen. Please be seated. Lovely to be here. Can you hear me all right? Doesn't sound like this. Is this on properly? What? What? That's not on, is it? It's not the best start, is it? There we go, it is turned on here. Although there is a red light, which is a bit worrying, but because uh, in my world, red means danger, but, um, but perhaps it's different in Camborne. Just to, you want to write that down. Uh, well, there we go. Can you hear me now? There we go. That was all the joke, by the way, for those of you who don't know me very well. Uh, my name's Graham Ross. I'm one of the three regional ministers for the Eastern Baptist Association. And it's a pleasure to be here at Camborne. I've been here a number of times. I've been here three times. And on two of those occasions, you fed me. So you're really high up in my uh, favourite churches uh, list at the moment. So well done. And uh, it's really great. And it's really good to be here tonight. It's been lovely, to, the welcome that you've all put in. And the way the musicians have led us so helpfully in worship, thank you uh, to everyone who's been involved. We're here to induct Bill uh, as a new minister here at Campbell. People say to me, what's an induction? Sometimes it's called an installation. And I quite like that. So if you think plumber, and you know when you've got your washing machine and you've got to plumb it in, and so you call the plumber round, uh, you hope they pull their trousers up high enough before they bend over. <laughs> Sorry for all the visual people out there. And they, they go and they plumb this thing in and it's stuck, it's connected, it's there. And uh, as representatives of the supporting uh, denominations here at Campbell, we're going to plumb you in good and proper tonight. And uh, we're really delighted that you're here. And this isn't about you being here for the church. This is about the church and the minister connecting together uh, in a helpful and a meaningful way. And so we are gathered to induct a new minister, Bill Miller, to the work with the community, community of Christ here at Camborne Church. We do this as a recognition of God's call to him as a minister of word and sacrament to serve in this place. 
This is very much an ecumenical occasion. Camborne is a local ecumenical partnership, and for me it's both important and also a great joy to share this occasion with colleagues from the Diocese of Ely uh, within the Church of England, from the Cambridge Circuit of East Anglia District of the Methodist Church, and from the Eastern Synod of the United Reformed Church, and also with the representatives of the Roman Catholic Church, with whom we have a covenant relationship here at Camborne. Managed to pronounce everything right so far. That has been my biggest nightmare. So good. I'm a, I've done that. That's the hard bit. And it's lovely to be here doing this together. As Bill is a Baptist minister, we'll be inducting him using a Baptist covenant. But we're very much doing this with an emphasis on our ecumenical context. We really believe this gives glory to God. We've come to affirm our belief that this church and this minister have explored the possibilities of life together here in Camborne. And that they have brought to this mutual commitment through the movement and calling of God's Holy Spirit. And today, this evening in fact, we've come to witness the covenant which this church and this minister are making with each other to walk together as people of Christ. So we're going to hear from people uh, who've been involved in this journey uh, who are going to come and tell us something of their story. And we're going to start with Bill. And uh, that's lovely. Thank you. So, how did I end up uh, standing here? I'm glad to be standing here, but I was not looking to move from the church where I was ministering in Maidstone in Kent. But about six months ago now, there was a little bit of a, a combination of a man called Chris Duffett, who's a member of this congregation, and Mark Zuckerberg, who isn't. And, uh, yeah, I like that yet. Um, it's got to find us first. Um, but I spotted Chris Duffett, member of this church, Baptist minister, had shared, he said, my church is looking for a new minister. And here's a link, and that was on Facebook. And I clicked. <laughs> and what I saw intrigued me, interested me, attracted me. What? intrigued me, interested me, attracted me about this place, this community. Well, as I've said, I wasn't looking to move. I wasn't looking to be part of a local ecumenical partnership. But I've got to say that that was attractive. That was attractive for church traditions being united within one church congregation. And as I read about the church here, it seemed to me that the understanding here was not so much about trying to keep four plates spinning, but rather, as it were, having a plate which had four colours on it. And getting that and keeping that spinning. 
and actually as it spins a slightly different color emerges rather than any of the four which were plated on the plate to begin and it seemed to me that here was a group of people who were trying to be united in mission in a way which looked forward not backwards we'll find out <laughs> I was attracted by the fact that there was an opportunity to engage in church life, church community and mission together in what is a new community. Not as new as some, it, it, it's got some years behind now, but still new-ish and still growing. And that struck me as a challenge and one which warmed my heart. And as Camborne is still uh, youthful, the church and church membership are quite youthful. <laughs> Not all of them, no. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that was attractive. But just finding things attractive is not enough. But I was, I was intrigued... I was interested, I, I was attracted by what was happening here. And I, I mentioned this to Kerian. And I think what I said and what she heard weren't quite the same. <laughs> I said this really interesting church. What she heard me say was, should I go for it? Which wasn't quite what I was trying to say at that point, or at least not consciously, but she said, well, apply, inquire, test it, see. And suddenly it started taking on a more reality. I ended up having a telephone conversation with Paul, who's here and who will speak in a few moments about the church and the community here. I got the requisite documents, I applied, not something which Baptists are used to doing, but I applied uh, for the uh, post in the vacancy. I came up and I was invited for interview and I was interviewed uh, by uh, more people than I could shake a stick at, it seemed to me. <laughs> And then they invited me, you invited me, to come and preach with a view. And it was suddenly getting very real. But at each stage, I have felt more drawn, <clears throat> excuse me, more drawn. I'll go and get this water, actually. I'll get this water. <laughs> There we go. Right. So I woke up with a bit of a, a cold today. My uh, voice is just beginning to go. I'm preaching tomorrow morning as well, so let's preserve it. But um, I started feeling more and more drawn uh, to Cambon Church. An increasing sense of call here at each stage. We were concerned, Kerry and I, about uprooting our family. 
But we have sensed God's hand. And these things seem to have fallen into place and be falling into place well. I'm going to say this. We do not always feel pleased to be where God calls us to be. We do not always feel pleased about that. I'm preaching here in eight days' time, and that's one of the themes, so you can come for that as well. But actually, I'm blessed to say that uh, I'm pleased to be here, as well as sensing God's call to be here. And I am honoured and excited to be here and about what lies ahead. Thank you. And uh, Sheila Smith, uh, who's the Church Secretary of Maidstone Baptist Church, where Bill has been the minister, is going to come and say something now. Which is, she can tell us what Bill's really like. I'm looking forward to, to this bit very much. Lovely to have you here. <laughs> Well, I didn't know my brief was to tell you what Bill is really like. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, yeah, I'm the church secretary at Maidstone Baptist Church. And first of all, it's my joy to bring greetings from our fellowship, from one fellowship of Christian believers to you, another fellowship of Christian believers, our brothers and sisters in Christ. So it's a joy to be here with you tonight. And... It's lovely to see where Bill and Kerryon and the family will be living and ministering. So we can think of them with that visual picture of where they are. And then I want to say thank you to you for your hospitality towards us. There's a group of about 35 people from Maidstone here tonight. So thank you for feeding us and watering us after our journey. So earlier today, my story is just a little bit different from Bill's. <laughs> Earlier today, um, I looked at your website and was very impressed to see that you already have Bill's picture up there. And um, I was reading the story of your church, and I noted that this building was put up in 2009, which was just before Bill arrived in Maidstone to minister there. So that's about the length of time that Bill was with us or has been with us in Maidstone. So this not only the church building, but also the town couldn't be more, almost more different from Maidstone. Um, Maidstone Baptist Church is an older Baptist church in the centre of the county town of Kent, so a very busy and very diverse town. Um, and Bill joined the church, or was called to the church in 2011, coming from West Bromwich. Um, he is a man of many gifts, as you will find out, with a heart to bring people into the kingdom of God. We have loved his vision, his hunger to see God move, his passion for the gospel, his pastoral heart and his real involvement with ministries in the wider turn, town, for example, hope with the homeless and into church with, at interchurch events. And we are sad to lose him and his family. Um, they have been a joy to us while in Maidstone. And it was with surprise that earlier this year, Bill told me, a surprise to me, that he'd followed up an opportunity to come to this ecumenical setting. In fact, 
When I agreed to be church secretary, I did say to him, but you're not leaving, are you, Bill? No, he assured me. We are, not, we are talking less than a year ago. <laughs> um, but it wasn't a surprise to me when a little while later on, he told me that he was accepting a call to come here because I think it will be a really good fit for you and for them as a family. We recognize that God has called them to this new horizon. We believe and pray that they will flourish here, serve, minister, and be significant in the life of this church and of this town. So it is with both sadness and joy that we release them as a family into their new calling and pray that God will bless you through each of them. That he will bless you exceedingly more than you can ask or dream of. Because we have an amazing God. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sheila. Uh, Tony Williams, who's the chair of Camborne Church Council, sounds very posh, is going to come and uh, say a few words. If only I could live up to the poshness of the, um, uh, of the title. Um, fortunately, most of what uh, Bill has said chimes with what I've got on my sheet, so we're, at least we're on the same page, um, which is a good place to start. Um, we entered uh, pastoral vacancy here in September 2017 uh, when our previous minister, an Anglican, uh, the Reverend Matthew Trick, moved on to the New Forest. The Reverend Dr Janet Tonlinson was appointed as our interim moderator at that time to assist us through the vacancy. As a church, we had a few things to sort out in relation to finance and some of our structures before we would be in a position to advertise for a new minister. And we worked hard through the first year, really, um, and in September 2018, in consultation with the local advisory group, which comprises representatives from all of our partners locally, um, it was decided that we were ready to commence the process of seeking a new minister. We started by updating our church profile. Uh, that was time well spent, thankfully. Um, and we came up with a recruitment strategy to publicise the, um, the vacancy across our four uh, sponsoring denominations, the Anglicans, Baptists, Methodists and United Reformed Church. We first advertised in January 2019. We were disappointed that nobody eligible chose to apply. But we were confident that it was in God's hands and he was telling us that the right person was just not aware yet of our existence. So confident that it was just a question of timing. Um, we made a few modifications uh, and we determined to advertise again around Easter. We expanded the placement of adverts and utilised the informal networks available to us, Chris. Um, <laughs> And this time, we had uh, three eligible uh, candidates, uh, which was great choice. Um, and together with representatives from the local advisory group, we interviewed all three of those candidates in May of this year, introduced them to the rest of our staff, the Vine School, uh, which we have a close relationship with, uh, and gave an opportunity to meet with members of the congregation over an informal lunch. At the end of a very full day, um, and as Bill has already intimated, um, I think quite a few people got to chat to him that day. Um, 
we agreed to ask uh, the Reverend Bill Miller to come and preach with a view at the end of June 2019. And on that date, Bill led worship for the whole church and preached, after which he shared in some fellowship over coffee and then got grilled again. Um, more questions from the congregation in uh, a fairly formal Q&A session. And after that, um, we sent him home with our best wishes and um, uh, we held a church meeting and uh, we had a period of discussion and prayer and a vote was taken in a, in a secret ballot and I'm delighted to say the vote was overwhelmingly in favour of issuing a call to build come to be our next minister here in Camborne. And we're delighted that he accepted and we find ourselves here this evening ready to start the next phase of Campbell's church's uh, journey uh, under God's guidance. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. And now the Reverend Canon Paul Whittle, who's the chair of the local advisory group and the moderator of the United Reformed Church Eastern Synod, is going to come and say something. Thank you, Graham. When I saw the order of service, I thought, I wonder what Tony's going to say and what will it leave me to say? Um, well, maybe you're glad to know we're on the same page, um, but that gives me a slight dilemma um, because Tony's done a really good job. Um, so I'll just take a slightly plan B. Um, <laughs> I could just sit down. That's probably what you wish, but um, <laughs> that would be too, too, too good. I've got a photograph on my office wall that was taken somewhere around that wall there, only that wall wasn't there at the time. Um, I'm in the photograph along with a few other people. I've got a shovel in my hand and there's snow on the ground. Um, I guess one or two of you might remember that occasion. Um, and that's just a way of saying that my engagement with Camborne goes back quite a little while. Um, just a little mo bit more than 11 years, in fact, because that's how long I've been in post. And Camborne was one of my early engagements as I became, from the beginning of my time in my current post, a member of the local advisory group. And of course, it means that the first time I came and preached at a service here, it wasn't here. It was across the road in the community centre. And I was with you as we saw the building go up, as we made the plans and I'm glad it wasn't me that had to go up um, and um, do something up at the top. But um, I um, saw lots of different things happen. And it's been exciting and it's been encouraging. Um, and I've um, had, normally when I come here, actually it's for a meeting because it's the local advisory group. Um, or I've been to a few church councils. I don't very often um, get to come here on a Sunday. But it... That's the, the key, isn't it? And that's the core. And I remember I um, led worship on Remembrance Sunday last, last year, which was a great occasion with loads of, of people. And it's become the Remembrance um, occasion for the community. Um, and we, we cut the service short. Um, we got coffee and hot chocolate and cakes and we went out there and we did what needed to be done out there and loads of people came in and that was great and that just reminded me of a few years ago and I can't remember how many years um, when I also took the service on Remembrance Sunday and it was very different there were to be two there were two services in fact and there was to be a little act of remembrance in the middle at 11 o'clock and unexpectedly some scouts turned up and we didn't really know what to do. I don't know whether any of you remember that. 
Um, but I know that that became the start of what we now have on Remembrance Sunday. And I think that, in a sense, is the, the key of Campbell, and that folk are looking for the opportunities. Folk are looking for what the community is saying. And I think I have seen that happen, and I think that's really, that's really great. Um, I don't need to tell the story because um, Tony's told it. Um, I knew early on that Matthew was going to go. He told me and the Archdeacon, I think pretty well before he told most people, and I kind of knew that was coming. And I began thinking, what are we going to do? And we knew there were some things that needed to be addressed, and I knew we wanted a really good interim moderator. And because I was chair of the local advisory group, everybody said to me, you've got to sort that out. Um, so I made a little list. Um, but actually, I didn't need the list because I prioritised the list, and I can say this in all honesty, um, and Janet Tollington was at the top of my list. Not because she's United Reformed Church. Um, maybe because of that I do know her a little better than some of the other people on the list, but because I felt she was what Campbell needed at that point. Um, I'm really sorry that Janet's not able to be with us this evening. I know she is herself, but diaries with um, all the bunch of people you have got just are a complete nightmare. But um, I know she would want to send greetings. I would just want to express appreciation of what she did, um, particularly in the work that she did with Church Council, which was really important. And we moved to a really good place and we advertised. And yes, my first contact with Bill was... Um, well, I guess the first contact was an email, can I speak to you? And I said, yeah, ring me at um, such and such a time. And we had that conversation. And um, I must have been able to reassure Bill enough because that wasn't the end. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, and that, in a sense, was a, a first step. And I just, um, you know, look forward to what comes next for Camborne. It's, it's very much a turning point with what's going on in the um, wider area. Um, the local advisory group is just that. People kind of think, what are you? Um, we're an advisory group. Um, but it means that you have got people from each of the denominations. Um, and you've got, um, in a sense, it's buy one, get one free, because your first turning point is your Baptist regional minister. Um, but you've also got a chair of a local advisory group um, that you can turn to um, so you can pick and choose depending on what you think on the time. Um, so I really look forward to how uh, this ministry and this church goes forward um, because I think that we have seen over these last months a real preparation which really comes to its culmination tonight, which I see as a sort of launch pad, and I look forward to what will follow. Oh, thank you, Paul. So exciting, isn't it? Uh, I was driving in to Camborne tonight, uh, thanking, thank God I've made it at last. I've driven from Billericay today, the, the heart of Essex. I get out, I've left my fluffy dice behind it, okay. And I drove in tonight, and I was astonished to see a sign that said <laughs> there's going to be road resurfacing works. What's that all about? And I'm driving, and I'm thinking about that, and I started praying. I kept my eyes open, it's okay. <laughs> And I really felt there was something significant in this. Perhaps the roads need resurfacing, I don't know. But I thought, God has been resurfacing, hasn't he, spiritually, here. And here together, 
Uh, we're going about to enter into a covenant with Bill and the church. And the road is surfaced and ready to go. And now's the time to all get in the bus, the vehicle, the sports car. It's up to you, you know, it's fine. And to travel together down this resurfaced road with God saying, this is the way. And for you together to discern. So Bill's going to come up now. Uh, the uh, induction services are usually people like me asking Bill questions and Bill answering uh, those questions. But uh, we in the Baptist uh, uh, Church also have a, a um, covenant form of induction where the minister covenants directly uh, with the church and I get to sit and watch. I much prefer that. So uh, over to you. <laughs> Thank you, Graham. <laughs> So I'm going to ask those of you for whom this is your local church, if this is your church and you can, would you stand? You're part of this. And there were words up there, good. Today, we stand with each other, recognising the Christ in our midst, affirming our faith in the God who loves us with a love that transforms us and who calls us to drink for a transformed world. Today, we stand with each other, recognising the Christ in each other, affirming the call of the Spirit who has brought us together this day. Today, I bring myself and the gifts I have, an eye covenant to serve and encourage this church and community to respect and care for you, to journey with you, to take responsibility among you, to seek God with you, to listen to God in you, and to work with you to be Christ in this world. And so, today, today, we bring ourselves and the gifts we have, and we covenant to serve and encourage this church and community, to respect and care for each other, to take responsibility for the people we are and the people we hope to be in the world, and to encourage you as our minister as we make I want to say thank you at that point. It's not in the script, but thank you. What kind of people does Christ call us to be? We are called to be a prophetic people, working for justice, resisting violence, and challenging the abuse of power. We are called to be an inclusive people, pulling down the walls of prejudice, and welcoming the stranger. We are called to be a sacrificial people, risking uncertainty 
Becoming vulnerable and reflecting the generosity of God. We are called to be a missionary people, demonstrating in word and action the redeeming love of God in the world. We are called to be a worshipping people, seeking and celebrating the God who journeys with us and open to the Spirit in the whole of life. O God of life, you call us and envision us. We give ourselves today to each other and to you. Trusting that as you call us, so you covenant to share this journey with us, to nurture and sustain our life together and to guide our paths. Amen. Can I invite everyone to stand, please? As friends and representatives of the wider church and community, we've heard this church and minister affirm their faith and make a covenant with each other and with God. If you recognise and support this new relationship, then say with me, Today we stand with you. Recognising the commitment you have made, offering our encouragement for the challenges that lie ahead of you and sharing in your hopes for a new day. Amen. Please be seated. We're going to move to some prayer now. And uh, Kerryon, we're so glad you're here looking after Bill. And uh, let me make sure I've got this right. Silas and Thomas and Miriam. And here they are, what a lovely family of angelic people. <laughs> Aren't they? I like your top. Can I have that? No. Oh, that's very <laughs> You've got to try, haven't you? There we are. So, uh, uh, Reverend Karen and Sue Wyatt, uh, the Anglican Rural Dean, uh, is going to... Oh, sorry. Uh, it's going to lead us in prayer. Uh, there's also some representatives from the church. I'm glad you're here to keep me in order. If you could follow me around, that'd be brilliant. Representatives from the local church are going to come and join us. You know who they are. Uh, so if you've been asked to do this, you want to come and join us. So in a sense, we're not just praying for and commissioning Bill as the new minister. We're praying for this covenant relationship uh, between the church and the minister. The members of the local uh, advisory group and representatives of the denomination are going to come and lay hands on uh, people as we pray and uh, Sue is going to lead us uh, in our prayers. Let's pray. Loving God, you have heard the promises made one to the other in the covenant of church and minister. We ask now by your Holy Spirit at work in us, amongst us and through us for the will and the strength to be faithful to the commitments we have made to walk together as people of Christ. We give thanks for Bill, for the gifts you've given him and for his readiness to use those gifts in serving the people of Camborne and the church here in Camborne. We ask for your abundant blessing on him and his ministry in this place. May he know great delight in serving you here. May he be blessed with your wisdom as, together with the people of the church, 
He faces times of joy and times of challenge. Filled with the knowledge of your great love for him, may, be, may he be a channel of your grace to all. We pray for his family, for Kerry and Silas, Thomas and Miriam. May they be happy here, make good friends, and know you at work in them as they bring their own gifts to the church. We pray for your blessing on their home, that it may be a place of rest, restoration, and fun for them. We pray for the church here, as they continue to seek to be a prophetic people, an inclusive people, a sacrificial people, a missionary people, a worshipping people. May this church be a beacon of light in this community, the light both drawing people here and also being taken to all who need the light of Christ in their life. May the church here be a channel of your grace to Bill and his family, caring well for them, giving Bill space and time for his own continuing spiritual growth and giving the family good time for themselves, for their wider family and existing friendships. We pray for Camborne Church's relationship with the wider church community. We give thanks for the various parts of your church represented here this evening and pray that each, by your grace, may be a strength and a blessing to the other. We take a moment's silence now to offer our own prayers for Bill, for his family and for the church here in Camborne. Above all, to ask for God's blessing to equip each one here on this new part of our journey. Loving God, we thank you that you have brought us together and pray that as your will is sought and known, your kingdom may grow in us, amongst us and through us. We offer all our prayers in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. And so in the name of Jesus Christ and his church here at Camborne, in the name of the Baptist Union of Great Britain, I now declare that Bill has been inducted to the pastorate of this church and of this congregation to work with them and they with him in the ministry to which Christ has called them all to. And as a token of this, in a moment, we will offer a greeting. But before that, let's just have a... Wonderful. Well, that's been excellent. Anybody here want to greet Bill and the, the, and the family? No? You've done your, you've done your hellos, have you? You get, on, you get on with that and that'll be fun. Thank you. Thank you.
I'll say get on with that. I'm just going to ignore them for a minute. And uh, we're going to have some more formal greetings from uh, uh, denominational and uh, community representatives. So once they've uh, sorted themselves out, they can all go and sit down. We're all nice, all right, isn't it? There we go. And so, uh, Reverend Canon uh, Paul Whittle is going to come and uh, bring the first greeting. Bill, on behalf of the United Reformed Church and indeed of the uh, local advisory group, it's really good to have you here. Um, may God bless your ministry. I promise you my prayers and my support. Thank you. Thank you. Camborne Church and the churches of the Lordsbridge team and Papworth team together comprise Bourne Deanery. So on behalf particularly of my clergy colleagues in the deanery, I welcome you to the deanery. We look forward to getting to know you and to working with you. Likewise. Thank you. Fortunately, Julian couldn't be with us this evening, so Colin Watkins from the Reverend Colin Watkins from the Methodist District County Ecumenical Officer is here with us. Lovely. Bill, it's uh, lovely to have you with us and uh, welcome among us. So on behalf of the Cambridge Circuit of the Methodist East Anglia District, I welcome you and look forward to working with you. Thank you. And the Reverend Dr. Jeff Cook, who's the Roman Catholic Deacon of the Diocese of East Anglia. Thank you. Bill, on behalf of the Catholic Diocese of East Anglia, a very warm welcome. We look forward to working with you, and I personally will be very pleased to give every assistance I can to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, Jess Whiteley, who's the Chair of Governors at the Vine Interchurch Primary School. Well, on behalf of the Vine, I'd just like to say welcome to Camborne and we look forward to welcoming you into our family. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. And Bill, on behalf of the Eastern Baptist Association, we're delighted to have you uh, here with us. And we Thank look forward uh, to all we're going to learn from you and your ministry as you bless us. And we hope you'll be a blessing to you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Go. Appreciate that so much. Yeah, you ought to have a sit down and have a rest I now. Think I must. Yeah, you must have worn yourself out. I need to check whether I'm allowed to. No, you can do that, sir. <laughs> and this is the end from me now a blessing. The covenant God bind you in grace and love. The faithful God keep you faithful through all things. And the God of hope and peace sustain you in the way of Jesus this day and every day. Amen. <laughs>